0: Good morning and welcome to the LJ podcast. With me as always is my delightful cousin Jody. How are you doing Jody? Oh
1: all good here Liz. On this
0: Tuesday morning in April. Is it April?
1: Oh it is April. Is it
0: 2021? <laughs> we
1: think so still. God, I don't even know where I am what I... day I'm on. I know, it's like total lockdown.
0: Did you get all your bodily functions out before the start of the podcast? Oh the yes, burping, farting, yeah. And, yeah the, the, lo- the thing I love is these microphones pick up everything. Oh yes. If I give you a funny look, they're going to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had one lovely listener write in with a really interesting topic that I I I would love to get more opinions on. If you had... It's just absolutely stunning, amazing painting in your house. It's absolutely cherished by the family. It's been in the, in the family for generations. Everybody loves it. And then one day, somehow, magically, probably through, like, the magic of Google, you find out that, oh, oh, it was painted by a Nazi. And not, like, just, like, a Nazi sympathizer or one of the quiet Nazis, but, like, one of the really mean, killy, killy, really bad ones, you know? Yeah. A murdering bastard. What would you do with the painting? Would you keep it and go, oh, it's art, sure. Separate it from the artist. Or would you have to get rid of it?
1: Yeah, it's such an interesting one, isn't it, this? Because mm. I think it all comes down to, you know, like energy. Like, I would just think there's energy, you know, in everything. So then you'd kind of wonder, or you'd feel that kind of, probably that kind of negative would be attached to it yeah would be attached to it
0: well interesting what if you it's been in the family for generations what if you used to pass this this painting you know say in your grandmother's house and you'd walk by it as a child and you used to get the heebie-jeebies but you never knew why and then Mm. later you understand oh that's why but what if you never got a bad vibe off of it what if you found the information out and you verified it yes in fact it was painted by a nazi and, you know, somebody, von Klaus, Trappen, von Busten, whatever. And, you know, some <laughs> some. <of the> best. <laughs> oh, I'm I love sure, the name. Uh, here, I'm sure I can't make that fucking joke <laughs> well, anymore
1: either. I'm well, sure you that's know, It's a bit PC. like when you go, it's like going to Wales. You just put it in the air codes. You don't, <laughs> don't try to say try the, the names. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, uh, um, But again, I'm yeah. sure we can't make those fucking jokes anymore. Anyway. No, Everyone's no, I know. So yeah, PC. that's it. I'll be shot now. But, uh, probably, yeah. But what if you don't get a bad vibe from the painting? What if you look at it and you verified it's it's painted by a Nazi and then you go, "But look, it's so pretty." And possibly yeah. valuable. Because then, then therein lies the question: What do you do if you want to get rid of it? Do you sell it onto another person and say nothing, or do you burn the fucker?
1: Ah, well, now. now yeah, I see, wouldn't go. Well, now you're asking a holistic person. So, what do I think I would do? <laughs> well, I might have to do like some sort of like spiritual ceremony with butterflies. Well, and, you know, there you go. You know, <laughs> we just know, find some sage. At yeah. It? <clears throat> And maybe burn them like they loved to do. Oh, my God. They were horrific. Yeah. Yeah. Would
0: would you burn the painting? Well, I I wouldn't. Would you not? Well, I don't know. Okay. It depends. Can we clear energy? Can we, like, people do use sage to to clear out bad vibes? Could you do that to a painting? Could you do that to an item?
1: Yeah, well, I could think... I just
0: smoke a doobie in of it and just and just go, peace be upon you, or We'd be something all like,
1: oh, I love you so much now that I've smoked the right, weed. Exactly, um, make an
0: apple bong and sure it's all ground.
1: Well, I suppose it's it, it, you know, it's a bit like when you go into a, a house sometimes, mm. or you know, or like a, a building, and you just kind of get that kind of feeling sometimes, don't mm. you? Or even like when you meet somebody, you know, sometimes it's like because it, it's all energy, yeah. So it's sort of some people's energy is, you know, is at a high vibration. Mm. Some is at a low. Mm. Some are good, bad. I'm not know. even going to approach the subject of ghosts or anything
0: like oh, that no, in this podcast. No. But I will say, look, I've read so many times over the years and you hear talking to people that physical places, locations absolutely have energies. So yeah. if you've ever been to New Orleans, you, you walk into that city and you go, fuck me, this entire place yeah. is haunted. Yeah. You know, or I've heard often people talk about the feeling they get at the beaches in Normandy.
1: Yeah, because
0: there was so much death there and it was fairly recent and, you know, ancient burial grounds are always a great, you know, setting for a horror movie. And there's a reason to it. Why does that come? Why do some places spook people
1: like Mm. my
0: my mother's mother had her apartment building in Mexico City that she owned? And we anytime as a child, we'd go to stay in Mexico City and we'd always end up. Yeah staying in El edificio, and I hated that place. Yeah. I kind of, it was a love hate. And I always imagined mm. that it was haunted and I had heard a rumour that a woman had like committed suicide ju- jumping off the top of it in the 1920s and so I was like, yep, bang, I knew it. Yeah. Evil.
1: Yeah. Like you wouldn't yeah. have left me alone in that place at 12 years of age. I'd have freaked. Yeah, well that's it, because that's it, isn't it? I think it's sort of energy. It's like years ago when I was a kid, we had moved to England from Ireland here when I, when we left Australia and we went into like a and b mm. <clears throat> and the room that had been prior occupied by an alcoholic mm. and so the whole energy room and like I remember even before she left it was she always had it dark it was very dingy and dirty mm. and she was she obviously had some mental health issues as well mm. an alcoholic and anyway we we had moved into the room afterwards and I was 11 at that time and I remember mm. you know picking up you know, sort of a bad energy mm. in that room and just feeling very uncomfortable. Now that we did have some other, you know, sort of spooky kind of I'm stuff. I'm sure it probably yeah. also reeked a bit of burn or whatever <laughs> it
0: was. Like get that smell out maybe of the Maybe drunk. Too. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. you were just going, you were hitting the face with the smell of booze, but yeah, but
1: I think, but no, you can uh, pick up on uh, just like with people. Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, I definitely would pick up on people. I mean, I either vibe with somebody. Mm. It's all about energy. I mean, even, you know, with, uh, like doing a bit of the online dating that I happen to be doing. And um, I, you know, some people have asked me, oh, it's not very superficial because you're just immediately just looking at what somebody looks like. Whereas maybe it's not exactly like that if you meet them organically, which I still think it is. It, it totally
0: is. We have <laughs> yes. eyes. We're visual yeah. creatures.
1: The first thing you're going to notice about someone, the first thing you're going to notice yeah. before you speak is what they look like. Well, right, yes. wrong or indifferent. Whether you like it, you don't like it, you're going to see the person. I think so. It's an instant attraction of some kind. Mm. What, what that's based around. I don't know because, but it but but it's also I think an energy thing you might get like a feel of an energy off somebody right. even through a picture and whether they smile or don't well, smile Okay
0: or. so back to the painting real quick before we go to online dating so I want to get back to that uh okay if if a physical location can emit a kind of energy vibe haunting yeah Can a something like picture or, or even, would you even be concerned about that? Would you just be like on principle? It's actually ethically wrong, morally just, you know, reprehensible to keep this. Would you, what would you do? Would you keep the painting? Would you get rid of it? Um... I know, right? Mm, See, it's an
1: interesting one. It's I, so I,
0: hard because I want to say that I have morals, but I'm not really sure how strong they are. I,
1: I don't think it would even be necessarily from a moral point of view. I think it would be just, Icky. I feel like it bad In energy. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Well, okay. Is if it we not take like take yeah. morality out of
0: it, then it's like, if it's worth a lot, would I sell it on? Or is that considered blood money? It wouldn't be blood money because I haven't done anything to anyone.
1: Yeah, maybe I'd sell so- it on.
0: Yeah, Yeah, maybe. Would you
1: disclose, hey, this was painted by... Yeah, I don't know. No, actually, do you know, I probably would actually burn it... Being surrounded oh, by butterflies, would you really? I think actually you'd think like that, release doves and yeah, shit. Yeah, I think so. I think I, I think I would probably do that. You wouldn't burn it. What if it was worth a million quid? You wouldn't burn it. I think I still might. Oh, you're so ethical <laughs> Oh, for shame, I'm just, Liz. Yeah, yeah shame. I'm, tr- I'm just trying to sort of <laughs> tip into my soul of Jody, and I'm oh, thinking, buff. yeah. <laughs>
0: Are Ew. <laughs> Ew! No, I think
1: I might. Oh,
0: this being good is so hard.
1: No, I, I just, think... I just don't know if I'd want to pass that bad True. energy on.
0: Well, but you'd, if I, I figure if I disclosed it, the person who made it make, could make up for themselves, make up
1: their mind if they attribute anything to it. There would be loads of people who'd go, Pfft, nothing. Well maybe I suppose I mean? it's a bit like a breakup I mean you don't burn everything, maybe you might sell it. <laughs> yeah,
0: well yeah. you don't cut up all their pictures
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe two and they were really good looking and fit and you go, Yeah I right, am yeah. yeah and you might have it maybe somewhere where you can just, you know Throw darts at it. Well,
0: mm, that no. too. Or so that you can find it years later and enjoy burning yeah, it. Then. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, we sound bitter, but we're not. No. Um, I love my ex.
1: <laughs> I'm going to be quiet now. I can't. Um, all right, so you would... Oh, but there may be like some religious people, which yeah. I'm not. But yeah. maybe some religious people might be start throwing their holy water at it, so you know, and try and sort of dispel the any negative energy within the painting or something True. like oh, that. Very but good. but I I think often I I just think it's going to come down to how you feel about something because it's like anything it's like if anything has ended in your life like with friends or or you know relationship of any kind sometimes you don't want those memorabilia things around yeah so you don't want to be reminded yeah. of the hurt that it was
0: associated with it like i'd like to just be able to say i'd throw some vodka on it and be done <laughs> with it you yeah know, i'd probably i'd make the sign of the cross with the wrong hand oh, <laughs> so yeah. i'm an idiot and i'm not religious at all but i you know i try God loves to try her, so they say, or mm-hmm. if he exists. Well, yeah, wherever he, she is. yeah. <laughs> anymore. I have no answers about anything. I, I don't know what I would do with the painting. I really, I'd like to say that I would, um, I'd like to say that I would get rid of it in some capacity. Maybe I would sell it on to mm-hmm. a museum or a gallery and say, yo, give me the money. Here's the story. This oh, thing yeah. maybe might have some bad juju attached to it. I don't mm. want it in my house anymore. I mean, you wouldn't throw it in a skip.
1: No. Would you? No, and that's true. Like, I suppose, I mean, I suppose uh, maybe some sort of, yeah, like museum Mm. for like very bad people. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it's
0: hard not to make a judgment on something like that.
1: Yeah. But, you know, I suppose even, you know, if you I suppose if you think about a lot of those soldiers, I mean, they would have been very brainwashed. I mean, I wouldn't even start about the COVID. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Oh, now. I mean, brainwashing is still going on. (laughs) Propaganda.
0: Propaganda. Lots of propaganda. Well, that's just it. I mean, but, but, you know, a lot of those guys, they didn't have a choice.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not absolutely not sympathizing with them at all. uh, Because a lot of them did leave the country Mm. you know that's why we have so many uh uh, germans in in throughout latin america because they were like nope i'm out of here and they got on boats and they got away from that yeah Yeah. and many fled after as well many Mm. fled after the war but some did actually try to get away i mean imagine being a a youth in in that time in Mm. germany and having to be conscripted into the army and for hitler of all people and whether if you didn't agree with him even a little bit, yeah. what was your alternative?
1: Well, that's it, yeah, yeah.
0: Now, that's no excuse to then go on and do horrific things, but I, I do understand that I think sometimes people are coerced into things. Oh, so, I think so, yeah. Is there such a good thing as a good Nazi? I mean, it's, it, it, it oh, it's a label, you know? So I don't know, the mm. guy, that the person that painted this painting, were they, you know, a really horrific well, murderer, or were mm. they somebody who painted this painting years later as a sort of therapy from their PTSD because they were meant, they were made to do really bad things. Well, they...
1: situational. I mean, I think, yeah, it could be a bit situational. Like, it's yeah. no different. Like, you know, I'm sure if you went into most prisons with, you know, hardened criminals in there. Oh,
0: you're going to find somebody who can. Were they
1: brought up real well yeah. in a nice, stable environment? Probably not. Yeah. And so, you know, often it's Were they it's forced into, were yeah. they forced into a lot of things? Were they forced into yeah. crime? They what are forced... you exposed to? You know, it's yeah. what we're exposed to and brainwashed and our thought patterns can be twisted and molded and you know yeah and, and a lot of those you know those um soldiers were quite young i mean they're you know a lot of them were very oh, young oh they
0: were ch- a lot of them mm-hmm. were babies 17 18 19 years yeah. oh my god the hills are alive with the
1: sound of music that yeah. poor little fucker yeah. was like <laughs> yeah. what
0: 50 i don't yeah. he was a oh. baby he was yeah. a baby.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I think, I mean, so, you know, it's not excusable. No. But I suppose I try to sort of, you know, well, I'm one of those people that sit, I'm one of those very annoying people that love to sit on the fence on I everything, know. you know.
0: look, life is nothing but nuance. It's it's very grey. People want to approach things just black and white. You can't do that.
1: No, I think so. Yeah, I think, it, yeah, so I, th- I You know, I I mean, I think it was an awful situation and I think that but I would imagine that maybe some were just, you know, uh, just pure evil. But I think a lot of them were very brainwashed as well. And so you really have to to question that. Yeah. But I think to have something majorly negative. In the house yeah, I, well, all the time. I, you know, I naturally just don't like to do an awful lot of negative things. I love yeah. history and I love reading up on stuff and, I, and and whatever. But to actually like maybe visit somewhere like, you know, like that. Yeah, or, yeah. you know, I, yeah, I I don't know that I'd want that to. That wouldn't
0: be for me. No, no. I, think that,
1: I, I think that would be very emotional. So
0: you have to sit there and think if you had a painting that had any kind mm. of attachment like that, would you? Uh, I think if you don't know, but OK, obviously you've found out mm. who, yeah. who the painter
1: is. Mm, it uh, would be, it would be being moved. Yeah. Whether it's some hippy dippy weird, you know, shit like burn it. <laughs> spiritually true, send uh, it into the yes.
0: universe. To be fair, I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave it in the house. I don't think I'd probably hide it in a shed till I could sell it for <laughs> million <many laughs> quid yeah. to some gallery and yeah. go, good luck yeah. with those ghosts. But uh, yeah. you would
1: burn it. I You're think, very good. Yeah. I think I would do the hippy dippy spiritual stuff and probably release its energy or something. And because I, I just think, you know, paintings in particular, You know, I'm not a painter, but I do love paintings. and I have a couple of friends who are artists. Mm. And I just think that the person's soul is in those paintings. I Mm. think they're far more than what you just see. I think there's, I I think there's pure energy in paintings. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's
0: literally put on by an instrument and the instrument is a person, not the brush. Yeah. It's a person.
1: Yeah. So I, I definitely could not keep it in my house. And I don't know unless I was able to pass it on to some sort of like historical kind of museum or something like, that, yeah. like what you were saying maybe that would be an option but otherwise i think i probably would do the hippie dippy spiritual shit and release it to the universe could you imagine
0: a, <laughs> rocking up to a car boot sale 50 quid 50 quid
1: no my luck i decide to burn the garden but then the guards would be called and i'd be yeah. done i get done for burning <laughs> yeah. probably our yeah. ozone, are, you know, ozone you know destroyer yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Definitely>. so there <laughs> would be that yeah i know But it's it's an interesting topic. Well, it's it's,
0: it's down to people's point of view on so many things. And you can sit there and you can be all judgmental and all ethics and morals and all that. But if you don't, you know, put anything on that painting, if you don't get a bad vibe, if you don't really. And there would Mm. be people who would have the information in front of them. Not necessarily from Google, but let's Mm. say a historian with papers saying, yeah, this was actually painted by this guy in 1940. Sorry. Yeah. There would still be people looking at that, denying it, going, eh. Nah, I don't think it was painted by a Nazi. You know, mm. there would still be people in denial yeah. about it. So I don't know. I think it speaks to, to point of view. And But I swear to God, that needs to be one of your queries for online dating. Ask oh. them the Nazi painting question, <laughs> see how mm. you get on there. So I think yeah. that would be, I, I don't know if it would be, well, it would be very telling, but I just
1: don't know what it would be telling. Well, it'd be up there <laughs> while I'm slipping in. Do you like to use condoms? And what's your feelings on STIs and oh syphilis and gonorrhea? God, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not a fan. Oh, Joey's such a turn-on. <laughs> yeah, really.
0: Well, you know what? We're all adults here. Why not have the talk? If you're going to be, I mean, especially now in the last year and in, in lockdown, and people are still online dating, people are still mm. meeting up for dates, people are still hooking up, people are still falling in love. Mm. And why not? Life doesn't, you know, the earth doesn't stop spinning because of COVID and lockdown and all that. Mm. We still have to get on with things to a certain degree. Yeah. And so I think obviously, you know, online dating has exploded in the last year. It's absolutely massive. Everyone's on there.
1: Well, I think, I mean, I I would imagine a lot to do with it is, you know, people's being starved of, you know, affection and being able Mm. to see people and and just general sort of natural interactions. So I think even just being able to interact with people, I'm sure that's probably a lot of it Mm. as well, you know. A lot of people Mm. who aren't
0: working and are stuck at home, if they don't have kids in
1: the house, they're bored.
0: Yeah. They want someone to talk to. They want something to do. And then obviously people who were even before COVID were kind of already starting to date Mm. and look for, you know, whatever it was they wanted.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Are you just going
0: to stop that? So you're just going to, you know. Yeah. Well.
1: No, no, I don't think they will, actually. I think if anything, it's going to um, probably escalate. And I'm sure there's probably, I'd love to know what the um, stats are on how many more people are now online dating. Oh, I'd say it's huge. I've heard stuff on the radio that is I Well,
0: look, also, because what I've gleaned from talking to yourself and and guys and the fellow I'm with now and girlfriends who are online dating is everybody's kind of gone. Hey, hang on. This whole COVID thing really makes you go and, and and the lockdown, it was supposed to be, you know, what was it, two weeks, six weeks, flatten the curve, and here we are a year later. And I think everybody just realizes, if they didn't already, you get slapped in the face with, life is short, life is hard, life will throw lots of unexpected uh, wrenches in
1: to mm. the works.
0: Yeah. And when some things are taken away from you... What what are things people can control? Well, they can control certain factors in their life and dating is one of them. And they, I think a lot of people have said, it made me realize I didn't want to wait. I really needed to focus on finding someone or, you know, putting myself mm. out there because yeah. a lot of people weren't, including myself. And you talked yeah. me into it. Yeah. You know, so I think if anything, COVID probably ramped up the dating scene and the. Yeah. yeah. But what I find so odd and it's such a funny conversation in the midst of all this talk of pandemic and diseases that are catching. Oh no, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. But there's this seemingly reluctance around discussing yeah. STIs yes. and, and testing and safe sex and even a yeah. reluctance uh from some people to use condoms. Now yeah yeah. Let's be honest. Nobody really likes
1: using condoms.
0: No. Men or women. Nobody no. likes it.
1: Well unless you're at a party and then you blow them up and put water in the <laughs>
0: Water balloons, That's yeah. <laughs>
1: absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, yeah, I know it's an interesting topic, isn't it? I mean, I suppose even going back to, yeah, just even the online dating, yes, for me, I was kind of happily plodding along being single and wounded after my marriage breaking up and sort of floating along. And yes, I think for me, the COVID, yeah, I think it was a bit of a wake up call. I mm. think it, it did kind of make me look and go, oh, you know, I'm not getting any younger. Mm. And Okay, let's not categorize, you know, every relationship and every man as right. It, that is going to be disastrous and right. hurtful and horrible that there's got to be some you know good honest uh people full of love um out there <laughs> so, so far on my full search of shit. well <laughs> yeah mostly full of shit, full of shit. Uh, or mm-hmm. filth but you know but i suppose i mean even for me i i think i all of a sudden you know realized my mortality maybe mm. and just felt yes. yeah that i'm kind of ready so four years separated and single yes I'm ready to yeah. out there. Yeah. So it's a bit like now I seem I feel like I really need to have a bag where I can do a COVID swab and a full STI screen. I'm just going
0: to take a little bit of your blood. You don't mind, do
1: you? Just pee in this bottle for me, yeah. please, here, sir. Come
0: here, sugar. Let me, let me prick your finger.
1: But, you know, I, I mean, I think, you know, when you're younger, maybe in your teens and, tw- and 20s and maybe even into your er- very early 30s, I think that, you know, your mortality is not so much on the forefront of your mind. No, it wouldn't be. No, but I think as you get older, or certainly maybe I can only speak for me, I think I would be very reluctant to get into a physical relationship with somebody without using condoms, uh, without a full STI screen being done. And, you know, and it's just interesting people's views around this like as as if it's something you know kind of like disgusting to have an STI or an STD Mm. and and for me it doesn't come down to that but it's like why would I deliberately want to you know to get one I just I don't right you know and so for me at my age yeah condoms would be an absolute must and if you don't want to use those I think, a full STI Well I mean,
0: you wouldn't yeah. go out and deliberately lick a fucking toilet seat now, would you? I mean, well, it's unless like you're what... really drunk.
1: I'd <laughs> <laughs> offer a thousand euros to do it.
0: We're praying to the porcelain god in some dodgy nightclub that we've yeah. all
1: Well, done. now in fairness, I mean, the, the, probably the toilet seat has probably got less bacteria than, you know, licking some something people. else. Yeah, <laughs> some people.
0: But why is there such a, okay, obviously nobody wants an STI. Yeah. And... But at the end of the day, it's not a judgment. Nobody's saying, mm-hmm. oh, you're so good. I mean, it can happen. It can happen to people who are clean. I put that yeah. in air quotes. Yeah. I. It can happen to virgins, their first yeah. time. It can happen to people who are practicing safe sex, mm. using condoms. Condoms split. They go missing. You yeah. finally go, oh, I didn't know that was in there.
1: You know, <laughs> you, you know yeah. things
0: can happen to the yeah. most well-meaning of people and people who are by the book and do everything right. Again, air yes.
1: quotes, right, yeah. you know.
0: Uh, but shit happens. Life yeah. happens.
1: Well, it's got so, nothing to do with, you know, yeah. uh, how many partners you nope. have. And actually it's irrelevant to me. It's not it's... a moral judgment. No, no one like, no. not in this day and age, I don't think, well, but, uh,
0: I... but, but I would say that there is, however, I think there would still be with some people a little bit of a prejudice and a judgment and a, oh. Oh, that one, she's got this or he's absolutely. got that. Oh, the dirty fecker.
1: You well, know, that we're never, of... well, we're never. Well, we're never going to move too far away from where it's more acceptable for men to sleep around than women. And that's always going to be there. I mean, that's a whole other topic. Mm. But I think that, uh, yes, I mean, for me, I, I would never. It doesn't even occur to me to want to ask somebody, you know, when they had their last sexual encounter or mm. how many people they've slept with. You might No, I might, know, I it's, it's, I might address you know how long are they single you mm. know and mm. maybe you might end up having a natural discussion especially if there was marriage you know kind of what happened and you kind of get a feel of you know mm. for that but apart from that I wouldn't it would make no difference to me whether someone's been with one I think, person I, thousand I think I
0: did ask uh, my, my I think I did ask my fellow when was the last time you got some because I'm just oh. a nosy, because I'm an nosy bitch <laughs> right. right and I want you know and I was trying to gauge like who was more desperate at the time <laughs> you know <laughs> but no honestly I don't care. And yeah. I don't care how many people you've been with. And I, and I yeah. honestly, I don't think it's a good idea to even go there or ask because we all have our preconceived notions yeah. and, and biases that we mm. don't necessarily know about or recognize until it's right in our face. I don't want to enter into a relationship with a guy at any age. And he tells me, oh, I've been with two women. You're number three. Because then you kind of go, oh, fuck. Mm. not that there's a judgment there but you might you might go oh god he's got no experience maybe well you don't know how long he was with this person you don't know what what went on in their bedroom so don't make assumptions but still we're human beings we're fallible and sometimes we do kind of go we do have these silent judgments even when we try not to even when we try to be very 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 uh, open minded and enlightened we still have sometimes these secret little things that maybe we hold against people because then if if the same guy say not three but if he said to me oh well you're number 300 (laughs) uh, again you wouldn't want to be judgmental but you'd sit there and you kind of oh yeah i don't (laughs) i don't know if that's (laughs) icky or not i mean you actually you've toured the southeast so you have you know so you just kind of go Okay, sorry about that little interruption. We're back for segment three,
1: uh, entitled, What in the Fuck Were We Talking About? Where do we leave off? Oh, wow. Um, STI, Yes, and the lovely conversation of, you know, have you had syphilis, gonorrhea, (laughs) or chlamydia? Do you have reason to believe? (laughs) Well, look, people are really touchy about it. Well, yes. I mean, I've actually, you know, I've I've come across this already with some of the conversations I've had, you know, with, with some people, and just actually just in general getting their feedback on the thoughts around Using condoms or doing a full STI screen, and you know I've asked multiple people, and it's just interesting the comeback. And I nearly sometimes get the feel like they'll say yes, they'd happily do a full STI screen. But I've also had the feedback that they would, you know, on entering a new relationship, would use condoms for a certain period of time, mm. but once the relationship was maybe established, three or four months in, they would naturally just not use them anymore, without even. And I get the feeling without actually doing a full STI screen, and I wonder where their thought pattern is that how have things changed from the need to use the condoms to not use them. What were they using them for that they all of a sudden think they don't need to use them but yet there's still no like proof that everybody is good and not mm. going to actually sort of pass anything on. So it's, it's I, I think of Well, but I I think what it
0: boils down to is, is comf- comfort level with people and also yeah. uh, trust. And when you start dating someone you know, society has told us you should use condoms. It's smart. It is it is the right thing to do. I mean, just yeah. to practice safe sex because we live in a world in a society where, you know, it's not like 200, 300 years ago. The assumption is people have had more than a couple of partners and you just never know things can happen. So you practice safe sex in order to establish the bonds and the boundaries of the relationship and then you move forward. But it would make sense to then go, right. I'm a weight at the GP. I'm going to make mm. sure I'm as good as I think I am. Yeah. And when I say good, I don't mean like in a judgmental sense, like just that I'm sound, that everything's, yeah. you know, working, all the parts that are you're working not, yeah. and everything's you're good. You're not going to give somebody on. something. Yeah. Yeah. But I think what happens a lot of times, and I can speak from experience from 20 years ago, with my ex-husband, I mean, we, you start a relationship using condoms and then eventually you do stop. And back when I was yeah. twenty, twenty one Yeah, we didn't. And and my partner was in his 20. We didn't go to the doctor and get a full. We just assumed. Yes. And it's it's a comfort level thing. Yeah, "Yeah," because you go, oh, I know this person now. Whereas before Mm. the first few dates go, well, we're just getting to know each other. And if I'm going to sleep with this person. They're going to use a condom grand. Yeah, because you don't know them. Yeah. And then the assumption as you're in a relationship six months later and you go, ah, we don't need condoms anymore. You never take it to get tested. You never yeah. worry about it. Because there's the assumption that now that you know this person yeah, and you've been around, you just figure, ah, they're probably bad or good. Yeah, well, But you can't see STI, a no. lot of them. You can see some of them, but you can't see yeah, Well, most HIV, you
1: can see them. Yeah. And actually, that can sit there, you know. Dormant no... stuff yeah. can stay dormant for years. Yeah, and, I, you know, as much as... We have come a long way with HIV and all the medications that you can take. And you know, wouldn't but, sign up But I still for it. don't want it. Nope. It's like, no, thank you. Or
0: <laughs> herpes. Yeah. Or what's uh, an old joke from the 70s and probably again on PC, I don't give a shit. Oh. What's the difference between love and herpes? Oh, I don't know, actually. Herpes is forever.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I love it.
0: And I apologize to anyone who has the herpes. Herpes, yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh no! Nice. Look, if
0: you don't laugh, you cry. So. Oh, I know that's it. But yeah. you get a very angry email. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. I haven't I just I haven't just closed the podcast email yet. So nowhere. <laughs> I know. I've, I've <laughs> Will there this... be
1: hundreds of people now running into mm-hmm. the GP yeah. for a full STI screen? No, Let's was, hope. That's the thing, I, oh. why are some people for fuck's sake? Okay, sorry about that.
0: We're back at segment four. Segment three. I don't fucking know. Oh, who knows? Um.
1: I don't care. What are we? Think, How old am <laughs> I? What's your name again? I don't know. What's I don't even, name? I don't remember what we were talking about before we got interrupted again. Yeah. And I think we're getting hungry now. So I think we need to go and get breakfast. Yeah, we're going to have to wrap <laughs> yeah. this up.
0: Okay. Well, look, the perfectly imperfect podcast. I don't give a shit. I'm just far too irreverent. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're just winging it. We're going rogue.
0: Going rogue. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So what what were we let's wrap up this segment where we were talking about stis did the
1: painting hit no here? we no. got that we did all <laughs> yeah. that we yeah. did all that stis gonorrhea syphilis hiv yeah
0: yeah who'd
1: like some herpes
0: no not no, me thank you. no 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 uh-uh.
1: no Mm-mm. so we'll continue i'll continue with the online dating and yeah. you don't have to now you're all in love <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty smug about it, to be honest. <laughs> no,
0: talk about getting lucky. Jesus Christ, because just what you showed me today, like, oof.
1: oh, Oh, yeah. Man, Jody the
0: online dating. And, and it's not just you. I mean, I've got a couple of girlfriends, well, probably several, in fact, that are like, what is this? It's It's just, it seems to be, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it is an effect of the pandemic that there seems to be a lot more people on online dating and a lot yes. more clueless people. Yes. Posting some really weird stuff in their oh, profiles, their I pictures, their, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. But do you think, are people becoming a little bit more desperate because of the lockdown? I mean. And it's affecting how they're behaving themselves on online dating and.
1: I don't know because having never done the online dating before. Right, I mean, you it's have nothing to compare yeah, to. 18 years since I've, you know, dated somebody. So, I mean, I'm sure those online dating sites must have been there, but I didn't, you know, do I met him in the organic old-fashioned mm, way. Mm. And so my experience with online dating, I don't really know, but anyone I've spoken to, it does seem to be a bit like this anyway on the online dating. Kind of just
0: rough going. It's, well, I it's think, hard work.
1: You know, some people are quite shy. I mean, I had one guy even say that if he saw me in a bar he wouldn't approach me. He would you. never approach me.
0: And well see, that's yeah. my point is I think that in in a lot of ways online dating is great because it gives yeah. people maybe a, a, you know, an outlet or a tool yeah. that they wouldn't normally have in everyday public, you know, walking around. Yeah, And the funny thing is, 20 years ago, 20, 25 years ago, if you had said that, you, oh, I'm, you know, dating a bunch of guys off the internet, people would have gone, oh, my God, what are you doing? That's so dangerous. Are you mad? And yeah. people well, would have... Well, actually,
1: I but, think it was more of a desperate thing. Like, almost like as if you were seen to be... Back seen then, To be desperate. Yes, yes Because if, you like, couldn't meet, you? Yeah, you you have couldn't have to meet people online? in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, now... It's, the, it's gone the opposite. I think if... It, what? You met someone at a bar? You actually touched, <gasps> talked to a stranger gave sure them your phone kid. number and kissed yeah. them?
1: What? You brought them home in the
0: first Ew. night. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure... Well, no, I'm sure that still happens. But I'm sure, yeah. like, meeting organically would be seen as almost mm. a fucking attack now by the younger generations.
1: Well, I mean, the, one of the things I can see the benefits of online dating is that you are getting to talk to people that you would never... Accidentally. Uh, Ah, that's an excellent point because my fellow
0: said the same thing. There's no guarantee that we would have ever met in real life. The very
1: likelihood is very, very, probably slim. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, in this way, I mean, here we're in Ireland, so at least you can talk to people all over the country.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly Theoretically, it.
0: Theoretically you can in the United States or in bigger countries as well, but then you have the whole long distance thing added in, and even long distance in a small country like this country would be kind of yeah, it could be an effort, you know?
1: Yeah. Well exactly.
0: Yeah. Well I think But perhaps, you're still yeah. the but the point is, the choice is yours. You're still exposed to the possibility to the realm of dating somebody. Yeah. You know, somebody in Cork could end up with somebody in Sligo mm-hmm. that they may have never yeah, met in real life organically. And it's only yeah. through this medium mm-hmm. of online dating that they found each other. And then what if it's the kind of thing where you go, oh my God, I've met the perfect person mm-hmm. for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's it. Well, yeah, I mean, well, it depends on your social setting i mean Your social mostly, circle yeah, I mean, work my, versus yeah, not work, my friends are all married right. i've only got a couple of single girlfriends
0: exactly where would you have yeah. met anybody organically
1: well i i well i don't i'm not out and about I, yeah. so the likelihood of me meeting somebody in an organic manner unless they were going to approach me in the supermarket because that's about as wild as i get these days right I might exactly mix it up and huh? go wild and go oh, i might hit aldi yeah, for, well for something different for something different yeah so i mean for me yeah but it's like anybody that's listening Somebody, anybody, please take me off the online dating sites. <laughs> no, no, not somebody, anybody. <laughs> well, somebody fabulous and normal. Yeah. <laughs> With no STIs, please. Hold your Thank breath. you. Yeah.
0: Fabulous <laughs> uh, and normal. But
1: it's like, oh, it's like I'm so over the online dating now. It's like, somebody, please take me I'd off I'd say it.
0: your adrenal glands are just... You're fucking exhausted. I
1: mean, I've probably been impregnated several times through the screen with the amount of filth I get. One guy obviously tracking me down on Facebook and the videos. That was scary. That was creepy. He was a much younger guy, too, wasn't he? Like almost a kid. Was he only
0: 29? I thought he was younger.
1: No, he was 29 and would not take no for an answer. So then found me on Facebook and on Messenger and sent me over 40 videos. No. I I counted. 40? Yes, it was like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Okay, but you did block him then. Oh you yes, You had to. I, I that's didn't, yeah, I didn't shit. report him, but I did block him. Yes, yes. Can I ask
0: why you didn't report him? Um, it's a fu- well. I, I don't want to be mean. I
1: know. Oh, for fuck's I sake! Too that... many women do that. I, am <laughs> the meanest
0: bitch. I will. Be oh, I
1: just. I, do you know what it is? I can't be mean, and I, I. Do you know what it was? I wasn't threatened by them. I just actually more thought it was funny okay and i didn't see any i didn't feel a threat in okay
0: them. fair enough Fair and enough. i didn't
1: want to be mean and kind of get him into any kind of trouble because it didn't really feel like that i
0: don't know but when people go around throwing their tallywhackers around yeah. it, strangers i don't oh, well, care if they on. get in, i don't care if they get in trouble like, full like on. fuck yeah oh yeah
1: full-on naked well, face and everything in them he was he was going to town you know
0: what we could have done
1: you oh, know what yeah. we should
0: have done? We yeah. should have kept all of that. Oh, we could have started an OnlyFans <laughs> as him. Oh, yeah. We could be raking in the dough oh, right yeah. now, yeah. Joey,
1: <laughs> On his sexy ass. See? Yeah. Oh, well, except, yeah, yeah oh, wow. wow.
0: Mm-hmm. But hey, everybody has fetishes and stuff they're into. But um, seriously, we could have. That's precisely, but that's was, what but, we'll do on the next one.
1: Yeah, but you know, he probably wasn't my worst. Like, oh, worst as in, like, obviously there were full-on videos, but I counted the other day with this guy that, that started chatting. Within eight minutes, he went straight into the filth. It went from like, oh, your picture, you look naughty in your picture. And I went, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, see, yeah. that's
0: already indicative of oh, filth if they go straight I, there I at knew, the gate.
1: I knew that was like a starting point. Not hi, how like, are you? No, yeah. and I went straight from that you look then naughty. to... When was the last time you were horny? So oh, was for fuck's sake. <laughs> I was like, well, not for you. Wow. But that was just like... But I looked at it and eight minutes. Well, again, do you think that's an after effect of
0: COVID? Do you have a pandemic? Well, People are kind of getting wonder. desperate.
1: Well, I've, you know, I, I don't... I mean, I don't know if that's how it was before with online dating, but I think, you know, certainly... I would suspect that people are just starved of affection. And I think maybe possibly that is making people then Act like that. I don't know. I don't know. Unless I mean, you'd, I suppose we'd have to talk to people who did online dating prior Previous, to COVID yeah. to, to see whether. Oh, I've always a, heard
0: it was a shit show. My friends have always said it's a shit. It was a shit yeah. show. I a bit of will. a shit show. I think yeah. you
1: can be lucky if you find someone online. I mean, like you have. Lots You've of people have. lucky, but lots yeah. of people
0: have. You hear stories. You do hear stories. Of people. Oh yeah, I met my partner on Tinder and or yeah. I met them on this 2014. They're still together. They get married. whatever. Yeah. People can find. That's true. But Mm. is it, is it again, more of a thing that maybe meeting the old fashioned way in person, you immediately start to kind of maybe not form a bond or a connection, but you get to know the person straight away. So it's a different dynamic. Whereas when we're online, we get, it's almost like a buffet of people. You can go through a lot of people just talking to them before you, you don't even meet up or even if you do meet up for a coffee or whatever. And so I think it's a lot more draining.
1: It's very draining. I I certainly find it very draining. It's a little bit,
0: in some ways it's easier, but in other ways it's a little bit more high maintenance.
1: Yeah, well, I suppose, you know, maybe I suppose if you meet somebody organically, then there's it, there's much more of a push to sort of maybe go on a date and then you start something straight right. away.
0: Or you either like or don't yeah. like or something. Yeah,
1: whereas maybe with the online dating, maybe you've got some people are, that are sincerely like looking for somebody and will kind of... Um, aggressively aggressively sort of go after that and you know and, and try and get off it to actually date but then there's some people who just you know are almost sort of I don't know like kind of floating along maybe on the on the online dating and not doing much chat and mm. yeah I don't know it's a fickle one it's a fickle one
0: well but you're you're looking at these pictures of people that you don't know you haven't met you're trying to get to know mm. them and isn't it oh fuck I've told that story five times it starts <laughs> to get repetitive and boring yeah. and you're going I like, did I tell this person about myself? Did I tell this yeah. person about myself? It starts to get kind of yeah. repetitive and draining. And
1: yeah, well, I think maybe that's where, you know, maybe use the facilities like doing a video call, you know, then you mm. get maybe a bit of a feel for each other. And then if it kind of goes well there, then you can then sort of make, you know, a date to have a date. But then like, well, what's a date in COVID? You know, a, a takeaway coffee and a walk. <laughs> How exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. Well, but
0: uh, here's the thing: it can be with the right person. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I true. did, I did have a few uh, dates with weirdies, coffees, walking up and down on the beach, and you go, "This is awful." Yeah. And then suddenly you meet somebody, and suddenly it's oh, my God, it's coffee in the beach with this person. And... Oh,
1: but again, does that not bring us back to, like, that, that painting all about energy? Oh, no, oh, Fucking now, point of view. Yeah, because, look, I've done, you know, I did a video call uh, with a guy, and, like, on paper, tick, 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 loads in mm. common, but it was, like, pulling teeth. I felt like I had to make all the conversation. It was draining. I got off within 10 minutes. Awful. You know, then I did another video call, you know, with somebody, and it 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 just flowed, and it was you know, the chat was good. And so, you know, does that come down to then like an energy thing? I, I, you know, I'd I'd love to know. I'm not sure. I'd
0: love to know the secret of how people chemistry and how they get Mm. on and even chemistry over, over the, over a video, you know, or even over a phone call, even over uh, sending audios on these Mm. uh, different, you know, services, WhatsApp and whatnot. How is it that people can just pick up on energy and vibes Mm. through not being in the same room with someone? Like he, like you said, you had that video call where it was like pulling yeah. teeth. The guy was on on paper ticking boxes. Oh yes. great and all that. But then talking to him, you're like, oh my god. Yes. Put me to sleep. And then
1: yeah. And then you have
0: other video calls that went really well, and you're like, I'm yeah. surprised at how well that went. Yeah. So
1: is that chemistry? I don't know what that is. I, is I'm it not sure.
0: luck? Is it timing? Is it chemistry? And then I of course had the six hour video call where the two yes. of us were dumbfounded. We were yeah. we were starstruck. We were like, what the fuck is this? And then we yeah. met up a few days later, and that was it.
1: Well then, you. Well, that's what I would. I would love to explore that conversation then more, and so, because is that a compatibility thing? Is it connection? Is it chemistry? Like, what is that? I mean, why is it that you will click? You know, because even in friendships, it's like yes, that you'll meet somebody. And you'll yeah, either click with somebody or you won't. So, what is that? Is that energy? Is it chemistry? You know, it just seems yeah.
0: quite undefinable, doesn't it?
1: Well, yes, because it doesn't always come down to, oh, I like chips. Oh, I like chips. No, or it doesn't yeah. even come down to that. You can go tick, tick tick, or like all the same things. But that compatibility, chemistry, connection is just not there. So what is that? Do you know, Ooh. somebody did
0: say to me <laughs> <laughs>
1: something something
0: something from the universe, especially when you're getting just Yeah. Oh, wow. What is <laughs> What is going on here? Yeah. But somebody did say to me a while back. They said, "Well, well, when you you stop and think think it all the things that have to happen Mm. and have to fall into place for two people to be successful in a relationship and actually to fall madly in love Mm. and have it still work and Mm. all of those things. It's a lot. It's, It's not just like I would sit there and I would say currently that like, I'm so happy because my fellow and I have so many things in common. We like all the same things. We don't agree on 100% everything, but it's like yeah. 98%, you know, and that just makes for an easy life. Yeah. Because like, oh, cool. You it's like a mission of, of the mind. Yeah, you can kind of chill mm-hmm. out a little yeah. bit and go, oh, fuck, yes, this person gets me, sees me, understands me. Yeah. It's just easier. Mm. But at the same time, if I said to somebody, well, the key to a harmonious relationship is to have lots in common – that may not work for other people. Yeah, I, they, yeah. They'd be like, fuck, we like all the same things. It's so boring or whatever. Or they just, yeah. or then they're not sexually compatible. Yes. Or then they yeah. one is still a grumpy fucker. Mm. And, you know, so, I mean, there's just so much yeah. that needs to kind of line up. It's it's not, yeah. It's it, it. you can't boil it down to just one talking point. Oh, no. it's just this or it's just that. It's so many different things. Yeah, it would well,
1: be lovely to get, you know, sort of feedback on this, isn't it? Like, I'll you know, doing some sort of, Research, I think we need to do some market research on like you know people and what their views are on this, and whether it is like what you know what is it because it 's like you'll have people who will say, "Oh you can't possibly you know be fo- you know have fallen in love with or love somebody let's say after a mm. two week period or mm. a week or six weeks or whatever, but is that true? Or is it not true? I Do mean, you hear stories
0: all the time about, oh, well, my grandparents were high school sweethearts and they yeah. met and they fell in love in 1947 and they were 12 and they yeah. were together for 80 fucking years. Or then yeah. you have, you will even now, modern day fairy tales, you say, oh, yeah, a friend of mine met and within a week they knew and they were married within eight weeks and, yeah. or, 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 you know, mm. or yeah. they've been together 35 years or it can happen. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's rare.
1: Well, I think it's rare, but then that's again where I sit on the fence. I'm like that gray person and it's like, you know, it hasn't happened for me, but I kind of, I I have seen it and I've heard it and right. I've come across it and I well, think it can happen. Yes. I, I, I love
0: that you're open-minded enough to say, you know, what hasn't happened for me, but I mm. acknowledge that it exists. There are a lot of people out there who, because something hasn't happened to them or it doesn't, mm. it doesn't resonate with their experience, they go, they, yeah. you know, and they, they completely undermine Mm. your experience and your reality because they haven't lived it they go oh no that's not possible that couldn't possibly happen oh that's red flags if he's in love with you straight away no actually it's not you know (laughs) no
1: no, because again i think it's got to come down to an energy thing connection and chemistry and you know i i think it's got to be something much deeper than we even realize So this Mm. is definitely a topic. Well, this is getting juicy, girl. (laughs) We might have to hit
0: this in the next episode. But you know what? Well, I'll I'll make this observation. What's the difference between a stalker and the love of your life? Oh, (laughs) well, hmm. reciprocation. Yes. If you're into, if you're into the guy at the bar who's hitting on you, you're like, oh my god, he's so hot. I'm really loving this guy. Even if he's a complete fucking wanker. If you're attracted to him, you oh his jokes are yes. so funny and it smells so good. But imagine that same guy in the bar in the nightclub hitting on you and you're not into mm. it. The fucking creepy fucker won't leave me alone and his cologne is disgusting. He babied yeah. it and suddenly you know yeah. what I mean? We're very harsh yeah, yeah. with people that we don't like. Yeah. And we're very, very accommodating to people that we go, oh, I like this one. Yeah. And it could be a complete psychopath you're falling for. Well, maybe you know?
1: pheromones come into it oh, as well. Oh, pheromones and... do come mm-hmm. into
0: it a huge amount. Of course they do. Yeah. Of course yeah. they do. Yeah. You should see me following him himself around, sniffing <laughs> him. Like, come here, let me smell your armpits. <laughs> Ridiculous. Let me wear your t-shirt. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I don't know anything about that. But yes, pheromones come into play, yes. absolutely. And but, uh, but again, it's point of view. Yeah. Because yeah. that cre- that guy that won't leave you alone online, mm-hmm. he's the creepy stalker. Mm-hmm. Well, if you were into it you know, that would change things completely if you were as into him as he was into you. So it's like Oh a, yeah, it's I might very... have liked the
1: forty videos then. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, even my own experience. Yeah. Well that's it. Well, you know, that's it. But I actually you see I found him non threatening. Yeah. And maybe it was just because he kind of you know, he was quite a good looking guy. And it was just non-threatening. I felt he was non-threatening what he was doing, even though he did send an awful lot of really, really explicit videos. You know, Ted Bundy was good looking. Well, that's true, which is probably, you know, yeah, well, that's well, a my very, prime yeah, example. Yeah. And so, yeah, so somebody else might have looked at what I got and they might have actually reported his Oh, been ass. horrified. Yeah, yeah, whereas me, I just thought it was more funny and I just deleted him. And blocked him. Did you feel Did you
0: feel a little bit sorry for him because he was younger, like oh, like oh, he's a kid. Look at the fucking Egypt. Yeah, maybe he wasn't really a kid. He was twenty nine. Like he was was old enough to know better.
1: I just didn't feel threatened by it. I didn't, you know. So it was sort of it just didn't. It just didn't. Well, it bothered me enough to not want to engage with him, Mm. but it didn't bother me enough to feel like I needed to report his ass and get him into trouble
0: yeah no, you're very you're very nice you're a lot nicer I than no well I gentlemen send all your videos too <laughs> <laughs> <Jody>. <laughs> no maybe no, we, we, won't, we won't request dick pics just yet
1: oh no no thank you yes i've had enough of those as well i think i've seen that many penises i could be a doctor so yes no no more dick pics either maybe just mr right would be nice yeah. be just a normal date like over dinner that'd be lovely That could be good
0: and what If you went to dinner with Mr. Wright and he's ticking all the boxes and then you sit down, you find out that his grandfather was a Nazi. (laughs) Then Then what do you do? Burn, burn, burn. Throw him out as well. (laughs) Sell him to a museum. All right. Well, we're going to uh, wrap this episode up because nobody, everybody will, nobody will stop interrupting us and there's like background noise, children, phones ringing, stomachs growling. Yeah. I say we call it on this one, shall we?
1: Yeah, it's like it's like a little house in the prairie, this house, or the Waltons or something. There's something going on with everybody. It's not not John Paul or whatever his name was. (laughs) (laughs) Not
0: Tommy boy. (laughs) Not me mom. Not daddy. Oh,
1: fuck it. Yeah. Okay. Till next time.
0: (laughs) Next time. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a wonderful day.